You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real and filtered conversation on career, relationships, love, family, all the things modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. Thanks so much for joining me here in my virtual living room. I am in the actual living room of my guest, Tom No who is a friend, and uh, we're going to talk about some really great stuff today. We've already been talking for quite a while, mm-hmm. so I hope you're ready uh, to talk about becoming a man, because we've, uh, if you're new to the podcast, we talk about everything from dating to career and everything in between with family and whatnot, and I think we're going to cover all the bases today, uh, because Tom's somebody that I've gotten to know over the last, what, five, six years? And uh, we're going to get to get inside his brain, his experiences, his insights. So welcome to First of All, Tom. Minji, thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. know. (laughs) He's like, I'm on a podcast. Don't be shy. I'm kind of shy. Yeah. I'm very shy, but I'm good. Which is a misinterpretation that a lot of people have about you. That's true. You're right. And I think we can start with that because um, you and I kind of talked about a lot of different things leading up to today's recording. Which is like the pr- public persona versus private, yeah. the evolution of your career, things yeah. like that. And you started your podcast. So kind of to like set the stage a little bit, can you like, can you do a summary of you? Yeah. We can never yeah, summarize yeah. you in 30 seconds. Yeah. But. Um, pod, um, let me think. Let me think. I am uh, Tom No, <laughs> Asian American man. Yes. Uh, born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Um Worked in music for 10 years. I've been working in tech for the last two years. And um, right now, I think I'm just on a journey just to try to be happy and, and continue to be happy and inspire. And when I say inspire, just to keep people around me happy and, and, and you know. And be it. true to you. Be true to you. Which is like a lot of what we've talked about. And we've talked pretty deep in like very one-off conversations. Yeah. It's not even like we're in a, a setting where we're over coffee, like sharing feelings, like we're at a party and like, yeah. dude, have you been? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, I'm working on myself. I'm like doing this and this and that. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think that's like, uh, that's the, the journey, right? I think that's everyone's journey is just trying to figure out happiness and figure out what is like the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then at the end of the day is why it's to achieve happiness, right? For sure. And what is that what is that exactly to a specific person? And for me, you know Yeah. For me lately it's just um is to is family. I think that's the key thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Family for me. That's really and and I wanna ask you so many questions about that. But I think it'd be to set context, yeah. I think it'd be really interesting to share with anyone who's listening that when I met Tom, it was through a party setting. Yeah. And um, it's funny because I think both of us have, people have interpretations of both of us. Yeah. What kind of people we are, what categories I'm we are. I'm not going to lie. I did have a total interpret, a different, uh, like I judged you by your cover. Dude. Okay. Right? I want to hear that. I was going to yeah, ask yeah, yeah, you yeah. and I wanted to share, but I, I want to hear yours first. I totally first. judged you by, by your cover. Because, what was my cover? Because I, even... um, I think, this is, sounds bad, but I think judging is okay. Okay. Because that's your first impression. So the first impression is important, but you got to make sure that you put effort into having depth in your book. Right. right? Like making sure have that. Have the match. Have like, the match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I think 
my my book cover is so different from who I am. <laughs> and I I used to think I was okay with it, but you know, now I'm like figuring out that I need to be more expressive of who I really am and and and, and that will prevent me from like dealing with things I don't want to deal with. Right. That people are like will misinterpret. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so what going was, back to your, my book my, cover? Your, your book cover. So I met you, we were, I want to say, was this, I want to say Seattle or San Francisco. I forgot which one, but it was a co- collaboration show. Oh, it was not in LA? It wasn't in LA. Okay. Okay. Honestly, I remember. I have, okay. I have pretty good memory. I remember you at a collab show. I think you were announcing that you were going to be like the global. You were at that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. J- JV. JV was performing. Oh, you came because you were managing him? I was managing Joseph Vincent at the time. And I I think I helped set a deal with you guys where we would do like three or four cities at at once. And it was like the first time that I was like, look, there's so many collab shows. Let's just like. That was you? Oh my gosh. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I have, I wear so many masks. That people think of me in different ways. Yeah. So like, you know, there's the nightclub Tom, you know. That's like, the one that sticks out. That's the me. one that sticks out the most because that's the one where I post the most on Instagram for a while about. Like, I was like, I do clubs, so fuck it. I'm just going <laughs> to dive d- deep in. I don't care what Go anyone 100%. else thinks. I was posting up pictures. I would, like, find, like, oh, this is a hot girl. I'm going to take a photo with her. And right, right, right. It. I was da, like, da, da. that's the Tom I remember. That's, the to- that's exactly. That's the, that's the, and it's. I, I I did that, you know. I, yeah. That was what I was putting out. Yeah. But yeah, I met you there. I put that. I, I the other face is like me as a music manager, right? People meet me through the music stuff and everything. And I remember meeting you there. You're really nice, really friendly. I was like, oh, this girl is so like, you know. And I have this like, and it's messed up, but I have this like uh, this picture of all like collab people, like you know, Asian empowerment, blah blah. blah <laughs> All this, like, you know, this sounds student really... Student government. Student government. Exactly. Student government. It sounds fucked up. But like, no, oh, exactly. Can I cuss? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay? Yeah. I you, cuss way too much. You're good. You're okay. good. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then you can you can take this out if, if you want. And then I saw you at a rave. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> Which was, rave? Was it EDC? Where was I, it? I don't know. I forgot what where it was. But That's I saw so you and I was like, whoa, she parties? Like, she's like... <laughs> Like, she's at a concert. Like, it was... Di- for me, it was, like, two different worlds. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And, like... That's really funny. I just thought that was wild. And I was like, yo, I don't... Like... And I like that. Yeah. See, like, some people are like, oh, I like that. I like being wrong about people, a judgment. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. then it's like, there's so much more to learn. Yeah. And that's 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 the beauty of it, right? I'm totally like, on the same page, yeah. On the same page, right? So, like, that was my... I was like, oh, this is a goodie... Like, I saw her making a speech <laughs> up there, being a goodie two-shoe and stuff. And I think I remember, like, I was like, yo, do you want to drink? Like, after it was an after, I was like, it's just like, oh, no. You were like, oh, no, I don't, I, I don't want to drink too much, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't really party. And I was like, all right, cool, let's go. Cool. Like, obviously, we're just trying to keep it professional. Yeah. Awesome, though. Yeah. But then I remember, at, like, I saw you, like, dancing at the, the music festival and stuff, and I was like, dude, she, like, totally parties and, like, you know, I was like, <laughs> and I know it's wrong to, like, do that, but it's, like, it's just, you know, innate. Like, yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's I've heard it, it from everybody. Like, a lot of people, I, and again, I'm, I assume that everyone goes to their different versions of that or similar version, but, yeah, a lot of people would say to me, you're so different than what I thought you were. Yeah. And I feel the same way towards you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Tom that I knew, and I'm like, I had this whole relationship with you before I, like, remember the Tom that I remember that yeah. stuck out was like, oh, Tom's a guy that you hit up with our friend Steve. Like, they're the people, if you need to have a party, get a table, X, Y, Z. Like, yeah. they know where to go. They can hook you up. And, yeah. like, that was Tom to me. Yeah. 
you're the man about town and you're very connected you're very in the in the in that whole flow of parties hot yeah. girls good music and you know i don't have a problem with that because yeah unbeknownst to you i was a partier <laughs> yeah and it was wild that was really wild and i knew i didn't wasn't for me i wasn't aware of that image till a lot later right mm-hmm. that, ma- that mask right yeah because it was for me it was work yeah and for everyone else it was a party right so for me i never like people don't know this i don't like drinking I didn't start drinking till I was like 24, 25. Like, I would never have assumed I, that. The first club I ever went to, I was 18 years old, and I threw the party. I have never really, like... Been the to, party been guy. Been the party guy. Mm. I was like, oh, I can make this much money off of doing this? <laughs> it's business. Okay, it's business. So, yeah. like, for me, for the longest time, I was just... It was just a job for me, and I never thought of it any other way until, like, you know, dating and stuff and really, like, realizing. Like, even you saying that, saying, like, oh, Tom's a guy you hit up for, da-da-da. Like, in my head, you know, and I know it is what it is, but, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, man, that was my image. And I was like, it is still my image yeah. at times, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. you can't really escape that at times, right? And I'm okay with it, but, like, before, it was a way where I was like, oh, man, I didn't realize I was this... The this party guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to say it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, <laughs> were, were you the fuck boy? Like, exactly. Yeah. I was like the the fuck boy. Do you know what I mean? And I was like okay with it, but then you it's know. funny though because like when, getting to know you and then looking back on it, like I was just telling that to you. Like I had this image of you as that because of specifically the activity. Yeah. But I look back, I'm like Tom was never the fuck boy because he was. You're always chilling with your friends. You were not like. I've seen the fuck boys. Yeah. I've been around them. No. I've, you know, interacted with them. And it, that wasn't you. You're like making sure people are having a good time, making things, making sure that things yeah. are like orderly. People are getting in at the door. Like you're running a business. Yeah. That was the act. That was the reality. But the perception is exactly because you're associated with that. And it's funny too. I would have that issue with collab. Like I'll be concerned that, oh, everybody thinks I'm just a goody two shoes. But I'm like, that part is real. But it's yeah. not the entirety of exactly, me. Exactly. It's exactly. not everything. And the thing is, I do love to party because i love dancing yeah I love socializing yeah, but yeah. i still i'm not a drinker yeah oh because i, I can't handle alcohol oh i'm a total i'm my mother's daughter and i cannot like this much goes a long way that's like, how it was little. before i like i had to like and it slows me down it sl- yeah it slows me down and i hate that that's why yeah. i don't like drinking yeah because i'm like i'm, I'm like, trying to get why do i feel like i don't want to feel you know what i mean yeah and like i actually had to like practice drinking because i knew it was like a thing it was like at one point i was like oh no i don't want to drink and then i was like watching people like network better drinking. right it's a social it's thing. a social and it's messed up but yeah. it is what it is right we yeah. live in this world and so then i got be- then i realized i was like in my men- mentally if i tell myself it's for work i can drink more and the placebo effect the placebo effect yeah, yeah, right? yeah. so i would always try to be composed i've always been composed and everything and stuff but yeah exactly like because of that fuckboy label. And I was just telling you earlier about how, like, um, I had an ex watch me at the club <laughs> because she was like, you know, you're at the club. I, I was dating a girl and she was like, you're at the club probably talking to all these girls. And she, like, watched me for, like, two or three nights. And she was like, oh, my God, I, I trust you. You're only 80% of the time you're talking to a dude. Yeah. And it's like only guys come to talk to me because they want to, like, they have this perception of, like, Tom's going to hook me up with girls. Tom's going <laughs> to... Get me free booze and like you know like Tom's yeah. partying, but I'm like the most. I've had a guy go, Tom, 
I, it, was, uh, it was a close friend, and I was like, he's visiting, and I was like, he's like, oh, let's drink. And I was like, I don't really drink that much. He's like, Tom, this is really disappointing right now. Like, I had this, I, exactly. Yeah. For someone to be like, this is really disappointing right now. Like, um, like, but I'm uh, like, oh, uh, man. Like, I was like, all right, I, I guess I'll drink with you. Like, I feel bad. And so this perception is like, you know. Yeah. And then the girls, because they think I'm a fuckboy, don't want to talk to me. They They don't. <laughs> They don't want to talk to me till they have a couple of drinks in, and then they come up. And so you're cock blocking yourself. I'm cock blocking myself. <laughs> By the time they come talk to me, I'm like annoyed because I can't. I was telling you, I can't deal with like drunk, like way too drunk girls. A drunk composed girl is the sexiest thing in the world because she has her. She has she's, her shit she's still there. She's, she's aware. Yeah, right? she's. But still like a drunk, sloppy girl is like not my thing at all. But usually, those are the girls that come at to me at the at one fifteen, one thirty a.m. They're really like cute. looking at me and they're like, "All right, fuck this fuck boy doesn't want to talk to me. I'm gonna go talk to him." You know, because now they've had the exactly liquid courage. Yeah, right? yeah, liquid courage. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, this is why I wanted to sit down and talk with you, because I think, like, I've, so I've known you longer than I remember knowing you, yeah. which is cool, and and recognizing, like, you know, going from our late 20s to our 30s, that's the, that's the breadth of our friendship, and I feel like I continue to just get to know you better, which mm-hmm. is great, and, you know, you talked to me about my podcast, which was, like, great, I was like, Thomas, this is my podcast, and you started your own. I started, and it's because of you. I honestly swear to God, it's because of you. I'm because dancing right now, FYI. <laughs> I, I listened to it, and I was like, this is so cool. And, like, I was telling I don't listen to podcasts. I'm not, a, that's not my medium. I like reading. But um, I, I I think I saw, like, it was a collab one at first. So mm-hmm. I, I, I followed back from, from back then. Okay. It was a collab one. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then, like, I was like, oh, I like this Marvin guy, too. Da, da, da. It was like, just a cool <laughs> Marvin, thing. Marvin, you then, have a fan. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I met him. And I was a little drunk, I think, and I was like fanboying to him. I think, Aww, yeah, that's it was so really sweet. cool. Um, and then I was listening. I was like, "This is really cool" because she's like talking about subject, and I felt like I got to know you better because you, you know, you're really articulate and you really got to really pull like really things out, like really identify certain issues and th- certain things that like I think people talk about, but they don't talk out loud yeah. with other people and it's just cool hearing another person's opinion on it you know Dope. like long distance being an introvert that that episode with Melly was really cool cause like it was like me like figuring out by myself too you it know. made me help, it helped her that conversation with her helped me figure out a lot of other people too including you so then when after I talked with Melly she's we talked about that extensively like yeah. becoming friends with her I always thought Melly didn't like me or like but it's not it's, it's cause not. we were in these social settings and she felt so uncomfortable and she was worn out because she had already been been talking to like three four people she had reached her quota and i'm like hey yeah okay never mind and so like when i talk to you i'm like dude tom's a total introvert makes yeah. sense like first thing when you admitted that like i walked in and i was like yeah yeah i am I'm you're totally you're am. you're dwelling like your yeah. lifestyle I is just, set up to I, recharge i think i'm an introvert extrovert in the sense of like i'm probably a little better than melly was like i know how to i know how to um What's the word? I can, I'm a chameleon. Yeah. But it, that's tiring for me to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't want to do it because I like it because it charges me too. Like being with people charges me actually. I think yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's the opposite effect. And then, so actually listening to our podcast was really cool. That, that episode was really cool because it got me to start hiking more. Oh. Yeah. Good for you. Being one with nature. I know. I was a vegetarian for the past six months and the hardest part about being a vegetarian was eating with people and oh. people asking me if I was hungry 
and like I didn't like eating out as much too and I was like I couldn't have meetings I couldn't do like and I can't you can only do coffee so much time in a day for sure so I was like you know what I'm smoothies. going to huh? <laughs> smoothies, smoothies. <laughs> next I level was like, I'm going to take my meetings to hikes nice so I did that and it was really cool because then it left like a cool impression with the like Tom's the guy that hikes. Where yeah, he's not, he's not your run of the mill basic ass rebrand. Like, Tom, no. Yeah, this seriously. Yeah. The, you're you're the new age mogul <laughs> entrepreneur. We don't do coffee. We, we do hike. hike. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was I was doing hikes and like once a week I would do hike. I would take a hike with somebody and I'm just like, you know, essentially doing the same thing. We talk and stuff and we're just like trying to be healthy and trying get to, to know be, each other yeah get to know each other and i'm on this like like everybody else in la i'm on like a health kick i'm just trying to like live longer see people can and we can clown on that all we want and i think making fun of everything that we do i mean humans are just hilarious how yeah. how susceptible we are to the next trend i get it i'm yeah. totally part of that yeah but also at the same time like if it's doing good for you yeah. i'm like clown all you want but it's yeah. still like i feel better as a person yeah so i go on the most basic you, Instagram influencer hike in the world. Runyon. Exactly. I, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I go the most big. But it's the closest one to me. And it's, it's convenient. It's an easy hike. Yep. It's convenient. Like, I'm not going to let the influencers take away an easy hike from me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm going to get mine. I'm going to claim the hikes back. I'm going to go on that hike. Exactly. Network. Yeah. Get healthy. Get my cardio. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I love it. So... That was like a big thing I got from your podcast. See, and thank you. I'm I'm seriously really honored because you messaged me about that, and I was like blown away because again, it's like we've talked a lot about like the discovery of self, and and the imposter syndrome is so real for everybody yeah. in a lot of different arenas. Yeah. Definitely with the podcast and just having something to say and putting it out there for people to like consume, think about, critique, whatever. I'm like, oh my god, like, who am I to say this stuff? Right, but like, exactly. You know, it's and a valid opinion. It's it's scary, but like when when you told me that, I was just like, again, it goes back to like my perception and my relationship with you and myself like tom's like the party guy and i'm like the goody two-shoes i'm like why am i bucketing myself with that like that's ridiculous so all of these things it's just i appreciate you yeah and and i'm excited to hear your podcast once you finally put it out yeah i know in the world which i know you take your time yeah it's it's, i get the journey i like give you so much props for doing this so it's like cool and it's like yeah well the first few are definitely the hardest and then you just like well i'm already putting myself out there So, um, and then coming, coming back to what we've talked about, the evolution, right? Um, you, you've, you've shared a lot with me incrementally, definitely today about how you've changed as being like this persona to being who you really are. Right. And I personally think, and you also shared that a lot of guys do come to you like inadvertent, like you, you organically became like the dude that a lot of people, a lot of guys would come to to talk about feelings and relationships. Like, I'm curious, like, how that happened or where turning points were for you. Because you're talking about, like, the yeah. girls you dated, things yeah. like that, where, like, you had this self-awareness, like, what what am yeah. I doing with my life? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, like, curious about that, that switch of, like, fuckboy Tom. So I know, So, right? like, I'm a professional mogul who meditates and, like, goes know, on hikes, Tom. I know, um, How did it start? It started with, like, it started with me just not caring about people. About what they thought. That's very good. You know what I mean? Helpful. They're super not caring about what people thought. I was just, whatever. I'm going to just do me. Stack paper. That's, this is my, this is my, essentially my mentality. I was going to be P. Diddy. 
was going to be Puff Daddy. <laughs> I was going to say, who's like your... I was going to be Puff Daddy. He threw club parties. You know, I met like Scooter Braun through club parties. I was going to like throw parties. I was going to become a, like a like music mogul manager thing. You know, and I did all this stuff. And, um, and I wanted to do it for Asians because... A lot of it was like identity, you know, like me trying to figure out who I was and whatnot and um, and just really not caring. But and at the same time, just collecting friends. Right. Just right. Being friends with everybody. And that just tired me out to a point, too. But I, I, I was just really lucky to have fine, good relationship with good friends. Yeah. That really checked me. Good. And, and checked me on who I was and what I was like putting out in the world. Right. Right. Like the whole club stuff. You know, like I was just being fake. Do you think you were being fake? Kind of. I mean, online, I was taking. You know, we're talking about this, like taking advantage of like media perception and stuff, right? Right, right, Like clickbait stuff, right? Right. I would like post up a picture of me and a hot girl or whatever, blah blah blah, and like that was like, okay, this is gonna be a perception of like what I think people want to see, right? What will get likes and what will get get attention. What will get attention. What will like da 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 da. And I did that because I was like, this is my job. These are like, like, and I'm going to say most promoters are Mm douchebags. And I don't think it's by fault. It's just like they feel like they need to be. It's an ever. And I would like, I mean, uh, I feel like we could talk for hours just about like kind of the fuckboy persona. Yeah. Because it's like, again, everyone has, there's not to like say they're the single worst persona. There's a million personas out there, but that one gets a lot of attention. Yeah, because and and me talking to a bunch of guys, Mm -hmm. the main thing that guys talk about is like, girls don't want a nice guy. Girls mm. don't want a nice guy. Da, 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 da. And um, so they put effort they into put becoming effort in being a bag. Mm-hmm. They put effort, dude. Like the whole like secret thing, or not the secret, like the the secret, or like the whatever the game. The guy that the douchebag pickup artist guy. Okay, that's like, yes. The, the secret is law of attraction. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, se- the secret's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy, what the game or whatever, he, where he like you have to like do this because women like being negated or what a negative blah blah blah. I'm like that's so. That's so whack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you like, ever buy into that? No, hell no. Okay. He used to come to my parties. Interesting. And I used to, like, not be into it at all. But, like, he came. You know I want to get him on this podcast. Yeah. Like, put, I want to, like, just, talk to him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, like, it's popping anymore. Cause, I'm like, curious, like, how where he's how they, at. Oh, yeah, where he's at, right? Yeah. But, yeah, but it was... Uh, it was It was a weird, weird thing. Like, it was... A set, definitely, I think, as guys, that's one of the most common things, like... We can't be too nice. Yeah. Or like girls will step all over us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this is coming from, you know, we were talking about stereotypes and stuff and how like some are, you know, true, some are not. But chi- this is me. I'm a Chinese boy, you know, half Chinese, half, uh, Chinese Vietnamese. Chinese dudes are hopeless romantics. Do you know what I mean? So we're <laughs> super nice guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Shout outs to Wang Fu. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and we, we, we act and feel a certain way because we think that's what, you know, women want or whatever. Right. But. I think what I learned from it is just everyone's at different places in life. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you get there, you're all immature. And so, like, I was probably a D-bag for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Do you think that you – it was not just a perception of you? You think you – do you acknowledge, like, I was actually, I think, like, that guy? I think, I think a fuckboy, I yeah. think it's more of, like, a fuckboy phase. Okay. I think everyone goes through, goes through a phase because they feel Hopefully like it's a phase. To. Hopefully it's a Hopefully phase. Hopefully it's a phase. Some, some, I think some dudes are just like, this is me. And yeah. This is all I want to be. And it's okay because that's all they're going to be. Because, like, real girls, we're, we're, not girls, women uh-huh. see right through that bullshit and that's not, that, that's not going to play. That jigsaw puzzle is not going to, like, fit. For right? sure. Yeah. Like, 
the fuckboys are gonna get like the thoughts. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, that's what they're looking for. Full disclosure, I had my fuckboy phase too. Like yeah. just falling for it or like trying to honestly, it's not even like that I was fooled by it. I would like that's not all they are. Yeah. And that's a really dangerous thing for girls because even if they're dealing with a fuckboy because there's a certain swagger that they have or like this bad boy image and you're kind of like, I'm be the one to get through that. There's that too. This is the thing I've noticed. This, this is a generalization. Yeah, totally. These Women, are really, Yeah, this yeah. is all the stuff I'm saying is generalization. All of it. Women believe that men can change or they can change men. That's yeah. a big thing, right? Men don't change. Like men don't think that women can change or whatever. It's messed up. So it's a one-way street with them. It's a one-way street. Yeah. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, for me... Okay, we can't fix anybody, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For me, I'm very, like, I have, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, if I see this girl, she's either my friend, she's either, like, a hookup, or, like, someone I can marry and date. Like, those are my... Three categories. Three categories. And I don't like. Girls like, this is a fuckboy, but maybe, I mean, I see potential in yeah. him to like transition yeah. into this. Other I think that's what I'm saying. I think women like are willing to do that. I don't think men are. Yeah. That's why like I think it's about like. And then get generalized as simple. As, yeah, like, well, it's, it's because like, women, don't, it's because men don't communicate. True. Okay. Uh, excuse all of that. We're we're in Los Angeles, we're in Los Angeles. so we have. There's the a background. fire station nearby. Actually. Oh, okay. Like, it's cool. They're they're out saving people, so we're gonna. It's fine. I'm okay with sirens. I'm just like acclimated to it, but you know, people listening to the podcast, welcome to Los Angeles. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Um, but sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought. But so you're saying that men? I I think men. I think it's rare for men to go like, oh, I'm going to date this like thought and hopefully I'm going to change her into like my queen. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Like I I think. You see and like it is what it is. That's me. Uh I could be wrong. Right. I I, I think that's for me. I think most guys are like that, but Mm -hmm. I don't think guys communicate correctly. Yeah. Like I've gotten called a dick probably a bunch of times for going like, hey, I just want to hook up. See, you know for I mean? me as a as a woman now, not the girl that I was where I'm like, oh, I hope that this could be more than it. And I had that where yeah. it's like it would be a hookup or just like it's not even sex. It's like even just talking like yeah. or like making out or whatever yeah. and, and thinking that, oh, this could be more. Yeah. But it would have been helpful at the time if that person was more like, hey, I just think you're really cute. Yeah. But this isn't they never communicated that to me. And I'd interpret that yeah. and then I go I'm run with it. Super commun- like I'm. I'm, I communicate like crazy when it comes to that because... And then get called a dick. <laughs> I get called a dick, but I'd rather be, I'd rather be a dick right away yeah. and let her uh, like free him later than be that dude that tells a girl, like, I love you, just have sex with him. And there's right. guys that do that, and it's that's, messed up. Yeah, and it's I know so that... It's so messed up. That's a spectrum, because it happens be- a lot. Even not even without the I love you, but they, they show but they that. they show that, yeah. And they think that's what like the girl wants or whatever, but like, because they don't want to hurt them. They don't want to be a dick. For saying that like, they just want to hook up, yeah. But yeah, you know, like for me, I don't like drama. I don't like, like I was saying, like sloppy drunk girls at clubs because it's a, like I I like my I, I don't I don't like a mess, yeah. And I know that if I lead a girl on because I'm too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna get messy, right? And I can't deal with that. Interesting. Yeah. So it's also a self. It's 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 part chivalry. And part, like, I don't want to deal with this. And, yeah, like, it's just effic- it's efficiency. Yeah. It's a lot for my mom, probably. My mom's straight, very much, like, very straightforward with me. She'll be like, 
because at first she was like, oh, don't date. And now she's like, oh, like, why aren't you dating? Da, da, da. I was like, and she was, I was like, oh, should I bring home this girl? Should I bring home this girl? And she's like, no, no, no don't bring any like thoughts or anything. Just bring a g- girl that you want to marry. That's all, all I want to meet. And I'll be like, all right, cool. And then after a while, she'd be like, hey, why aren't you like bringing, like, are you dating? And I'm like, do you want me to bring home a thought? Like, do you want to meet a, like a girl I'm hooking up with? Or she's like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, then stop asking me. Do you know what I mean? So That's it's great like, that you could even talk to your mom about that. Yeah, me and my mom. We'll have a great relationship. The weirdest, it, it came later, but really weird having the sex conversation with your mom at like 28. Like, I mean, I'm in my 30s and I've just like really started to talk about men, sex, etc. Because I'm at a point like I need to talk to you about yeah. this. And I wish these conversations had started earlier, yeah. but at least we're having it now. Yeah. Still helpful. It's but that's because, great. It's because we're Asian. We don't we don't talk about stuff like that. That's fine. We're not programmed, we're not to, programmed do to do that. But see, we're changing the we reprogramming. We're reprogramming ourselves because we're, we're engineering. We're, yeah, we're engineering ourselves, which is which is good. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel like that that relationship with your mom was part of that? Because you also you talked about the girls that you dated, and is it like with your mom too? Like those are the parts where you you ended that phase of the fuckboy. Um, I think it had a lot to do with girls I dated, um, my career, realizing what was important to me Mm -hmm. and it goes back to family. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not talking about just my family now, but this sounds really crazy and really, but my future family, the family I want to have, because I want to have kids. I want to want to be married. I want to do all that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's not something that most guys would want to say, but I, I, I want that. I, I'm a family man. I do everything, every, the, the, the best time I had was working for a reason and it was for family and then when i hit my finance goal for my family mm-hmm. i had didn't have a a goal and i was trying to figure out different things like i want to be this music mogul thing and i, I realized it wasn't what that wasn't what I, I wanted to make money to provide for my family at the end of the day yeah it was to make enough money to take care of my family take care of my kids and 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 just be a man yeah you know what i mean be the man and so going back to like my relationship with my mom and my dad I realized that, and this is, I think this happens with a lot of Asian, Asian people, Asian men. Like I, I talked to this with my one of close guy friends. He was having a really hard time because he was finding himself. And he was talking about like, my parents don't love me because they don't say I love you enough, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. They mm-hmm. don't like that. And I'm like, they just don't know how. Yeah. They don't, it's not engineered. They're in not them. equipped to do yeah, that. They're not like, they're not in their feelings like that. We're, we're programmed to want these feelings because we're, Growing up in America and it's on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the the ABC sitcoms, it's on TV. It's not like, so you can't expect them to like do that for us. So as a man, I have to reach out and be that person to teach them. Right. You know what I mean? So like for me, as a man, I have to be like, I hug my mom and dad every time I see them now. And you just took them on vacation. I just took them on vacation. Like I, that's my thing with them. I have a weird financial savings thing that I do. That I'll tell you about, like right now. It, I every time I get a fifty dollar, every time I see a fifty dollar bill, uh-huh. I exchange it for someone. So I take all the fifties and I save all the fifties, and I put it into a special account. And it's my travel account with my parents. So I've done it for five years already. Love it. And I just use that. It's like a shared account with my, my parents and me, and we just go on trips with that account. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And I've, you'd be surprised how many times you see a fifty. So anytime I see a fifty, and now that I tell people, they when they, they see me, they're like. Here's a 50, Tom. And I'll, like, either Venmo them or whatever to exchange it. And it, it's my say, Like, I won't say, spend that money. So sometimes my friend will give me, like, I went to the bank and I got 550s, Tom. And I'm like, yo. But in my head, I have these guys. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I guess I'll, like, <laughs> move shit around. You know what I mean? But Figure it out. 
it, it helped me to like create this cool relationship with my mom and dad. I don't think would have ever happened if I didn't step up. Yeah. Because you, as a man, as a, as a guy or whatever, you just have to do it. There's no, no one pushing you. There's no one like, you just have to realize it. And then when I talk to like my friends and stuff, I'm always like, man, guys have it tough, but it's like a different type of tough. I agree. We can't talk about it. We can't. It's weird because no one understand it. Like even me, like like having to explain earlier up to you, like, hey, like I I I work hard so I can provide for my future wife, which sounds weird, but like I want to be able to do that, and I believe in equality and all that stuff. But as a man, you have to feel like you can take care of your woman for sure. You know, and your future kids. Even that, like that woman's like you, and you were saying like that woman's still self possessed and self sufficient, and she she got her thing going on. Yeah, and it's not to diminish her value or her own ability to provide for herself, but that's like a desire you have as a man. And honestly, like I'm a total feminist, but I feel like I would want a man who wants to be able to help me out or like be there for me. And honestly, it. It motivates me to want to be the same. Like, however I can, whatever yeah. I can provide a value to support yeah. my partner. Because, like, check it out. Absolutely. Look, I want to do everything I can to provide, you know? Because before I used to be like, and I was telling you, I was like, I used to be like, money's not a problem. And I tell my mom all the time because she would worry about me when I do music stuff. And I would be like, money's not a problem, mom. I can find money. I can make money. I'm a, I'm a hustler. I can do that. You know, that was the club stuff. It allowed me to do music. Mm-hmm. You know, like I did the club stuff so I could do music. I was making a lot of money doing clubs and people didn't know. That's yeah. why I like didn't care too much about the fuckboy image because I was getting paid. Yeah. There we are, Ali. There's a lot, huh? It's a hot day. It's, it's a summer. It's a hot day too, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't care, and I was making money. And I was doing that. And I was always telling my mom, "It's cool. I can make money." And then I think like I was uh, dating this girl, or we were talking this girl that I was into and stuff. I realized that you just can't tell a girl at a certain age, "Hey, money ain't a problem." Like you know, like as much as like a girl wants to love you and everything, she needs to feel secure. She needs to like you know, just there's just a thing I think, and it, it even if you can be a feminist or what you want, but I think it's okay to feel secure want to yeah, be secure do you right. know what i mean and i'm not saying like i'd be okay if a woman made more money than me if she wanted me to work at home be a house husband i'd be 100 percent okay with that <laughs> yes yeah i would love Please to be a house do. i'm just putting it out there setting up the home office I'm right setting, now i'm setting i'm just putting out the the messages if there's any women that want <laughs> to take care of me a stay over i'm, I'm like i'm totally here. okay with being babies love me i love taking care of kids all for it, yeah. It's good to be clear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, put it out in the universe. Yeah. And I think, like, that's that's the process, too. And we, we've also, you know, talked about mistakes and, like, being okay to admit to mistakes, to make them. And there's this whole thing that whether, like... You're not, no one's ever conscious of being like, I'm, well, there are some people that I'm a perfectionist and I'm not going to put anything out or do anything unless yeah. it's just right. And then there's, it's a spectrum of people. I'm more on the, like... I'm more on the side of like you got to try, you got to make mistakes to ever reach perfect, which I don't think mm. truly exists. Yeah. And we're in this age with with social media again, and I get like honestly get so worn out being like, oh, it's social media fault. But then also it's irresponsible and just not correct to say mm. to not acknowledge the power of social media that we're 
given all these images that we like, everything is gold, everything is, oh, that's like the ideal relationship. That's the perfect body. That's like the style I want to embody. That's like the career that I want. You have more examples that you're like referencing. So it's going to create its own pressure of yeah. like how you want to be. But then you're like figuring out, do I actually, yeah. is that actually me? Yeah. Because you're doing this whole music mogul thing. And like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people out there. You throw that on the table and be like, hey, do you want to be like associated with like yeah. some of the top artists, tour with them, blah, blah, blah. Be that guy. Make hella money. And you you went there and you did that. And then you figured out that was that phase. And that wasn't really who yeah. I Yeah. I mean, it was like 10 years. Of my, and I love music. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love I love music, but I, I think I, I got to the core of what I really liked about it, which was telling stories. You know, I liked helping like these artists tell stories and stuff, and that, that was the main thing. It wasn't like it wasn't like a I was trying to be like Diddy thing. You know, I thought it was. I thought it was more because I thought it was more because I was like, okay, this is this is like a like a this is where I need to be. Yeah, you know, what I meeting these people, like meeting like Kanye's manager and having him mentor me and stuff. Like this is where I need to be. And I realized, like, at some point, you just kind of have to be your own man. And then you kind of have to step up because everyone makes their own mistake. Everyone has a different life. Everyone has a different, like, reason. Everyone has a different, like, thing, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that was, like, a big thing for me to realize. It's like, okay, like, what at the core, what am I doing this for? What? Why do I exist? The, the why core? matters a lot, the for why. sure. Yeah. And then once I figured that out and what I enjoyed doing, it's like... That was a whole game changer for me. That that made me happy. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, going back to, to what I was saying earlier, I was like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know where I need to be happy, and I know how to get there. Yeah. It's going to take time. It's going to take steps. It's going to take mistakes. Lots of mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. as long as you know why you're doing what you're doing and where you're going, yeah. you don't even need to know where you're going, to be honest. You just need a brief, like... You have like, an idea. Look, idea. Yeah. You don't need, like, it doesn't need to be, like, exactly that because it's not going to be exactly that. For sure. You know? But it's good to have the idea because yeah. then you have something that you're aiming for and then, it'll, yeah. like, it'll take you where it's going to take yeah. you. And, and like, again, present company, like, yeah. whoever thought that I'd be hosting a weekly podcast. If you ever told me that, like, even over a year ago, I'd be like, yeah. hell no. And like, you, why would I do yeah, that? And, and I think a big thing, too, is just, like, even, like, I want to bring this up, too, is, like, reg- like not regretting anything. Like, the music... past 10 years of doing music and being a music manager shaped me who I am Mm -hmm. shaped all the knowledge I know now all the mistakes I made you know like um, it shaped me right and I think the mistakes are so so important yeah right I had a hard time like you know how you were saying like oh you you know, putting stuff out is important and everything. Like, I'm, I'm like one of those for specific things. I'm a perfectionist. I was didn't want to put everything out because I didn't want. Which is good though. You want to have quality. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But you're not gonna get the feedback you need to get better. Right. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get like. You're not gonna like. It's it's hard. It's you can do it, but it's gonna be a lot harder. And you you can't expect to to level up as quick as the person that's for like. Sh- like just messing up all the time. Right, you know right, I mean? right. I messed up a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's a really important life lesson to like pass along and to I guess validate other people who are out there having their own version of their 
their imposter syndrome, anxiety, and like, and and the perfectionism that comes in so many different forms. Because we know we talk about what it means to be a man, like defining what masculinity is, having like if you're not that, then you're wrong, and yeah. like you don't fall in that category, yeah. or being the right type of Asian and having this type of you're in this tax bracket and with this type of job, right? Because yeah. a lot of the things that we'll judge each other on, which like overwhelms us and like paralyzes people. It's just like, oh, how are other people going to perceive me? And how are, what are my parents going to think? And and am I going to respect myself? Yeah. Like, oh, I could have gone to Harvard, but I went to like film school. Like, what does that even mean? There's so many ways that I think we can get in the way of ourselves. Like, I'm not being the right kind of man or woman. I'm like my friends. Like, I'm not being the right type of gay person. Like, they have all these images wow. and like these standards yeah. that you're supposed to live up to. I think the main lesson that people do, like you say, and I agree, like people don't change, but they also change. A lot. It's yeah. this weird double, like yeah. It's a dynamic. it's a weird double standard, and I, some, that's why I'm, sometimes I say stuff, and I'm like, no, I don't mean like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I do we think change. people change. I we wanna, change a lot. Yeah, you change, change a lot. lot. I've yeah. changed a, a, a lot. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think that's really important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm getting over that too of like making sure that you know accepting people for their past and whatever. You yeah. know, what I mean? because that what's the word? Because that's important. Because yeah. it's, double, it's double standard if you don't. Because you want that to be you, yeah. too. Be like, yeah, that was me yeah. five years ago. Yeah, You could hit me up. i get you in any club. Yeah. I probably still could. But, like, yeah. that's not where your priorities are that's now. That's not where my priority is at. And, 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 you know, it's... uh, And I still, to this day, get hit up. Anytime people are out of I town. I still would think of you. Yeah. And be like, if I if Tom I doesn't know, but he knows yeah. who knows. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's like... I think we talked about this, actually. I think this happened. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think I might know someone. Like, who knows? <laughs> But, like, I haven't been out for, like, two years. Like, I go out here and there, but I'm, like, not the same. And it's because I'm so extreme. I miss going out now. I miss seeing people. Like, because I've worked in tech, I'm, like, just hold up, like, working. And I'm, like, hold up, like, doing, like, specific meetings. I'm not going out meeting people. I'm not seeing people. Like, I'll tell tell Steve, our, our mutual friend Steve, I'll be, like, Hey Steve, like I just need to go see people. Is that weird? Can we play? Can we just like go see people? And it's so (laughs) random, but like it's yeah, yeah. It it, people change. People, yeah, people definitely change. And I think definitely, honestly, it really makes me encourage, and I respect you for really owning the fact that like yeah, men need they benefit from talking more. That you're you're listening ear. That you'll be open about what you feel. Because honestly, that's the main thing I learned from. From everybody, it's like when you open up those gates and you are vulnerable, yeah. whatever that means to you, like you're sharing things that like yeah. you would never share before or like in a way that you wouldn't share before, maybe publicly like yeah. doing this podcast versus yeah. one-on-one. You're, you're so... You're because letting you're, people in. You know, because you're so extroverted, mm-hmm. you have these conversations, you know how to like talk. You know, a lot of people don't and a lot of people like have... When you don't talk about it, when you don't say it out, even if you're thinking about it, yeah. it helps... 10 times more if you talk it out. Right. Because it becomes real. That's right? what I, I've always thought. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Be, but you think that because you're extroverted, right? <laughs> and I think, like, um, this might be a little off topic, but I, for me, I think, like, therapy is such a huge thing and it's, Hell like, yeah. so helpful. Um, I used to take go, go to therapy because um, it was just good for me, right? Yeah. I didn't have a lot of people to talk with yeah. before. I didn't know how to trust people and stuff. But as I got better with like talking with people and be- more in- extroverted, I like um, it helped me. I was like, oh, I don't need therapy because I actually have a good one-on-one relationship with this person where I can talk about this with them, with this with them, right? And, and therapy so helped you get to that point. It, it got helped me get to that point where 
you know, like, and I, I'm saying this because I know there's a lot of my guy friends that do come, I was telling you, that do come to me and talk to me about certain things. Like, I'll have a guy friend that will break up with a girl and he'll come and talk, to, like, hang out with me one-on-one because he'll know, like, oh, one-on-one time, we're like, we'll drink, we'll watch some sports and, you know, you know, we'll, we'll you know, eat, but... Tom likes talking. Yeah. And Tom will, Tom will pull it out of me and I need to talk. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's happened. You know what I mean? It's so good. And it's like, for me, it makes me happy because I'm like, yo, I'm helping them walk through their thoughts. Like, oh, what happened? Like, what's, blah, 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 you know, like. Um, That's no, so good. Yeah. It's so, like, another example, too, super random, is one of my nice, uh, one of my, like, nice guy friends was talking about dating this girl and he was, like, talking, like, about you know what was going on and i was like yo and i was helping him talk it out and i was like is the problem really with her or is it with you and he like really looked into it and it was about like uh it was about the phone thing because he was like you know he was like oh like i want to like protect my private she wants to like look at my phone da, 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 da. i was like hey it's not okay obviously but like why are you so hung up on it do you have anything to hide do you, yeah you talk it out he was like yo you're right do you know what i mean and he was like yeah man like obviously you have something to hide so like and maybe like, what it is and yeah. like for me you know this goes back to my core of being in relationships and stuff um as a man like if i want to be in a relationship with 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 a woman this is from the club stuff this is from all, all learning classes. if i want to be in a relationship with a woman i need to make her feel secure yeah not just with money but with me as a man with her like i'm not gonna like fuck around i'm not gonna do anything do you know what i mean and that starts with you being secure it's, with you it's exactly and it, it it stems down to a lot of things because like let's say like minji let's say me and you dated right mm-hmm. we have a great relationship i let you look through my phone i do all this stuff blah 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 and you get it to an extent right mm-hmm. but your friends see me as a certain way oh tom's that fuck boy at the club he's probably talking to some models talking to minji are you okay with this are you that at some point, mm-hmm. like, doesn't matter how, let's say you're super secure, yeah. right? You're super Between secure, you and me. Between me and you, right? Yeah. I never want to put my woman through something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Bless your heart, Tom. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. And, and as a guy, we don't think that. Yeah. I have to go through a lot of shit. I have gone that. through my, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can be so secure, but like, when your friends are like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're just looking out for you. Yeah. They don't know the relationship. Right. They don't know, you know, if you're a guy listening, they don't know you or whatever. But they're just looking out for the best for their friend. Right. And, and it, it can take a toll on me, like, defending you and be yeah. like, hey, he's not really like that. But I'm blah, also blah, like, blah. is he looking out for yeah. me? And then social yeah. media doesn't help. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're posting because, stuff. And blah. I've had this discussion with boyfriends where I'm like, look, you and I can be secure, but you're also kind of opening that door for other people to misinterpret yeah. you. And it's it's just creating a vulnerability. I'm not saying you're going to yeah. do something and to it, wrong And me. it's not fair because a yeah. relationship, like, I'm not, there's going to be people that are going like, well, you know, you should worry about what everyone else thinks and blah, blah, blah. But nah. to an extent it matters because close to it you. comes to you it affects yeah. you like like i wouldn't want my mother-in-law to be like oh so what's your new son-in-law do oh he rap- manages rappers and and hangs out with like thoughts and stuff that are you know what i mean like all hours of the night that's like, like not you know what i mean and yeah. like for me as a man i want to make my woman feel secure right not just with like this 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 but like you know like yeah. overall like my me as a man as a as a as a brand like i am already this person why shouldn't i just show who i am right do you know what i mean why do i have to like be this other like i said going back to it, the mask right? right why do i have to be this like fuckboy douchebag because everyone thinks that that's what they want right 
and 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 like just sell myself out. Right. You know? And you're limiting yourself in the like in exactly. ways that you don't want to like unintentionally limiting unintentionally, yourself because yeah. of that. And I feel the same with women too. Like there's a lot of this like self protectiveness, this image that we want to do. I've honestly kind of on the opposite spectrum done this like super. I'm an independent woman. You can't fuck with my schedule. I will make time for you when I'm good and ready. Yeah. Like I will not commit to you. You can't take away my freedom. Like and that's kind of like the opposite skew yeah. of like I'm not going to give you anything until mm. I feel like you deserve it because I've been hurt and because yeah. I've been burned. Yeah, being too accommodating yeah. or whatever because I feel insecure. And that's not even like that's not the person I want to be either. Yeah. And I'm like, then is it because I'm insecure about I don't want to be vulnerable because if I'm vulnerable. They can mess with me. Oh, being they jaded can, is like the worst. It is. It's hard. And yeah. then I was and like, it's hard the girl. not to be when you get when you get when you get like screwed over. Whether it's through dating, through work. Yeah. Like I've seen it so many times, and I want to like be like, "Yo, it's okay. It happens." You know yeah. what I mean? But like, they just people just need to go through it on their own. Right. You know and I've mean? also been that girl that you were describing, like the ins- like not the secure girl that you're hypothetically posing. Like I've been the insecure girl. Like I need to look through all your stuff. I've been mad insecure about like, yeah. I'm not as pretty as her. You're around or you talk to her. I saw her yeah. like your stuff on social media and I'll like create like things that don't exist because I'm like going down that social media too. We're it going is. Back to it's social media. It and, is though. And it's like, you can't, you know, we got to work with what we have. Right. You can't like, you, you can't manage. just shit on it, blah, blah, blah. You got to manage. You got to understand what you're dealing with and how to like, how to like make it work for you. Do right. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, oh, just don't, da, 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 da. but like it's there. Like you can't right. fight it. Do you know what I mean? For right. me, like I work in it. You know, we work in it. We need, that's part of the brand. That's your resume. Yeah. That's your like online social profile. Like, right. And today you kind of need it because it's a weird thing now, but like, if you don't have a social like background online, then it's like, oh, is this a real person? Is this a legit human being? <laughs> Am I being catfish right, right, right now? Right. Like, da, da, da. We lean on that. We and lean I, on that. I don't even think that that's like, and then people are like, oh, you shouldn't size them up. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Like, you're if you're going to put that out there, like, again, it's figuring out who, you, everyone's figuring out who they are, yeah. period. Yeah. And then you're going to also like figure out how does that coincide with what representation I'm putting out there? Yeah. It's, like, what is the persona? Is that persona that's on real? You. Yeah. And is that real? Yeah. And like, if it is, great. Like, own yeah. it. I do love to party, and I'm gonna put up pictures of me going dancing and stuff. That's gonna be on the person that like she gets wasted every weekend. That's false. Mm-hmm. Like, but that'll be their perception. But then, like, okay, I also put up photos of me like in nature going camping. Yeah. Like, that's also who I am. Yeah. So it's kind of like just being aware. You don't have to get dictated by it. Yeah. But it, I think it honestly, if you want to be positive about it. Like, there's a ton of negative things that we could say. But the positive about it, it's going to keep making you aware. Information consumption is so crazy now. Yeah. Because of, like, I was just thinking about this, too. It's, like, how you consume things and how, like, the algorithms and stuff out there feed you and stuff. And, like, like really look at what you're watching. And that sounds messed up. That's the type of person you are. And it's it's not good. It's not. So, it's. And usually it's. It's not a good thing, too, sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, you can do the positive stuff and everything all the time, but you need the reality negativity sometimes, too. For sure. Reality check. And then there's some people, like, I've seen that all they post are these negative, like, things happening in the world, and they're like, this is happening, this is happening. And I'm like, yo, don't be scared of the world. Like, my mom is scared of the world. You know what I mean? She's like... We're all going to hell. We're burning as we go. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, all you're doing is that. And then after a while... 
all the information that you're receiving is just negative information and you're just a negative person. And that's and very real to that's like real and it perpetuate. happens. And, and I don't think people understand that that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people aren't like, people don't know that it affects us. People think we're just reading it. Do you know what I mean? But because like, before all the media information consumption was dictated to us in, in, in a very, I think, like, a okay form, like newspapers and, and news very media. Very controlled Control. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got some happy stuff. You got some sad stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, never, yeah. like, unless you were, like, the emo goth kid back then, you know what I mean? And you just, like, sat, but you you sat through it by yourself or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's, like, that's all that's being feed, feed, fed to you if you. And in extremes. It's, like, they're get, you're extremes. getting targeted. And that's in the extremes. thing that we need to step back and recognize, too. Like, that's real. And and I think that that can mess with our sense of self. That can mess with our sense of safety in the world. I think it can mess with our sense of like security and relationships. Because yeah. it can really skew a perception. It can take something that you're like ah and like run with it. Yeah. And and I think that coming coming back to the original topic of sorry I'm jumping no 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 I love this. it this I'm to like me the this I love the ADD tangents because this is like this is really figuring out the dimension of what we're dealing with yeah. it's not one linear thing it's yeah. like this connected to that to that and wow. the influence of that i think it's very relevant yeah you know and um like if if we could kind of distill that back and you were to say hey like even to like your younger self yeah. i think that'd be really interesting that i would like pay money and i'm sure there in, in a future moment in time there will be a way to like in augmented reality <laughs> go back to like a former version of yourself yeah. have a little chat but since we only can like do yeah. it theoretically, what would you, what would you like, I mean, I love that you're a no regrets person yeah. and you're like, you went through everything you went through to learn yeah. and to grow and yeah. figure, figure your things out yeah. in the way you needed to. What would I tell myself? Yeah. Like if you had another little yeah. mini Tom. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Okay. That's the biggest thing. I was always scared. Don't be scared. I think that's the biggest thing I can tell anybody. Don't be scared. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Because I went through some sh- Like, I went through some shit. I was like... And it was a big identity thing. And now... Now when people see me, they're always like, yo, Tom, you're really happy. And I am. I, I think I feel like I know who I am. I, and I'll give you a... Uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of my life, of who I, who I thought I was or whatever. Uh... Asian American refugee kid. So refugee immigrants, two different things. I think it's important to say my parents came here because of a war, Vietnam War. Yeah, came over here because of that. They didn't choose to like. They didn't choose to come here for a better life. They they had options of Australia, Canada, America. Yeah, chose America, came here. Mom and dad had a cute love story. Dad was in Chicago. Mom was in L.A. They met on a boat. In, in, in Vietnam, <gasps> dad was sprung on her. Dad followed her to L.A. Dated. So, are you writing this in a movie? <laughs> huh? I, I have, I have, dude, I have something. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. Cool, cool, cool. And um, so that happened. Uh, grew up in a uh, neighborhood, eighty percent Asian, twenty percent Mexican. Didn't see any white kids, no black kids, only on TV. Didn't know they were real. Um, <laughs> but it was that was just how I grew up. Yeah. Um, grew up poor, around poor refugee kids. Uh, seventh, eighth grade, full of gangsters. All the gangsters were the cool kids really lost AZN to the full extent. Yes. I was the most AZN dude in the world. I was like president. It was all crazy. Went to, CEO, yeah. went to high school. When, when I went to high school, I was lost. Thought I wanted to be a gangster kid. Wasn't. But at the same... Not wasn't, but like thought... thought I was kind of like a hooligan, but I got thrown into another high school that was more like middle class, like Chinese kids and stuff. Uh-huh. 
different, very different from me. Had more money, thought I was ghetto. It was weird. Tried to be this, like, tried to be like them. Yeah. Didn't fit. Um, got lost, got arrested. Um, went to jail. Was really lost for a really long time. Got into a relationship with a girl for five years and, and you know, she was well off from a well-off family and stuff and thought that's who I wanted to be and thought, but I just didn't fit. I tried to be like this, like, rich social, like, you know, the whole crazy rich Asian yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 like, I actually went to China, Shanghai, met all these, like, socialites and thought I was there. Like, you know, I was really good at being a chameleon, but I was just lost. And then um, it was at a club. One of my first friends ever, shout out to Samson, first friend ever, four years, four years old. My mom babysitted him. His mom babysitted me. Um, went through like a whole gang thing too. And cool guy now, great guy now. Um, he was just like, Tom, like we meet. And I just had great conversations with him. He was just like, Tom, like, you know, we grew up together. We were raised together. We had the same core values and, you know, just, you know, you can always lean on me, blah, blah, blah. And it just clicked on who I was that 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 night and I was like dang you're right like I need to stop trying to be somebody else and trying to act like this trying to act like that trying to fit in and just be myself and from then on it was like a journey of just like figuring out like the balance of like me being from the hood to getting out not trying to stay in not trying to like Oh, because I'm this. Yeah. I'm going to stay being this. You got to you know stay I mean? obedient to the former yeah. version of yourself. Or not doing the, I want to be like this. So I'm just going to jump there and act like I'm there. It's right. like, it's a process. Yeah. It's a gradual process. Yeah. And it's going to happen if you have the vision, but stay core to your roots. It's about balance. It's about all that stuff. Humility. It sounds humility. like there's a lot of humility of like just being, being real with yourself being real. and like, not, not like. I talked about that in other podcasts from like it's like there's these extremes of like you you just like bash on yourself like why did I do that like yeah. why was I like that so stupid I'm so immature fine like you can because sometimes that's just like being accountable yeah. like like even me talking about being poor like I used to be so self conscious about that I used to hate telling people like oh I was poor I I I was five people one bedroom apartment I used to tell this is so messed up and I told my brother about this it was so messed up I used to tell my dad because my dad worked at like a like a sweatshop factory we owned a sweatshop factory he only had like a like a cargo van and drove me to work and drove me to school and I would be like can you drop me off like two blocks down and I'll walk the rest like that's real as fuck yeah and looking back and I'm like I'm so messed up for doing that and like I know in my head my dad was probably like you know, I lied to my dad, but like my dad knew he was, I was embarrassed. Yeah. And it probably killed him to know that he couldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I don't fall to him at all. Yeah. Ever. Cause he's coming here figuring shit out. Yeah. I give him props. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. feel ungrateful if anything. And just remembering that and remembering like, even like that I did, a, I did a whole TEDx talk about that. And even admitting that I got arrested was a huge deal. Like yeah. for me, that's like embarrassment to the Asian family. Right. Do you know what I mean? You right. get arrested for like, blah, blah, blah. Like that's what my mom and dad would like talk shit about to other like, Oh, and they're like, about- don't ever talk. Don't say that in public. Yo, yeah, exactly. My, Cause you're airing dirty like, laundry. Don't, don't like that. But like, for me, it's like, I learned that I need to talk about it because, and as an Asian person, I need to talk about it because it's an experience. I don't want another Asian kid to be like, my life is over because mm-hmm. I got arrested. My life is over because I'm poor and from the hood. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want them to know like, yo, this kid is from the hood. He he got arrested and he got out of it and he's doing 
really well. Like, yeah. I'm happy. And yeah, that was like, that's like, that's what I would tell. <laughs> Sorry, I went no, super tangent. That's great. Yeah. I love that. And and honestly, it's funny because we, we talk about all these like limitations we can put on ourselves. And I actually, I know people and I've experienced different versions of that feeling of like how to deal with who you were or how you grew up. Yeah. But there's people that even like, will judge like there's so many ways that we judge each other yeah and it's even like okay you grew up poor and like that can be a thing to admit and then people like who grow up poor who defend though being poor like saying i don't want to sell out right like i don't want to sell out to like yeah live up to capitalism you know yeah. what i'm saying like there's so many ways you can argue that yeah. and it's like it's yeah it's, 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 it's so layered. funny i actually had a two i had a really cool conversation with uh some of my younger homies and stuff where i was hanging out with them and there's like me and there's this other dude who is like kind of like a big drug dealer kind of type of guy. Can we talk about this? Is yeah, this it's okay? fine. I'm fine. Okay. I'm cool. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to like hood up your. No. <laughs> yeah. Please do. So he, you know, he's like, we're both older. Yeah. And so someone asked him like, oh, would you rather have Tom's life? Or, like, this guy's life, right? Because, like, my life, I, I'm still, like, at a time, I was still managing musicians. I was essentially, like, doing, like, a lot, a lot of the grunt work and stuff and everything. Yeah. Whose life would you rather have? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, probably Tom's because he can actually spend his money. And not, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, that, and that's what, it, for me, it was, like, about being legit. Mm-hmm. About being, like, showing that there is a way to do it without... Without compromising, yeah. Compromising like, my, yeah. My, my, my soul. Right. Being a bad person. Being a bad person is a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes it's like, it's funny because you kind of, a lot of people go there in terms of being like a bad person. Yeah. To then be like, that's not who I want to be. Yeah. It's not always like, this is why I've uh, like debated and had really great conversations with different friends from different backgrounds, different tax brackets, different yeah. religions. Like there's, a, like everyone kind of defines that differently. And I think sometimes I have more trust in people that have been bad and then are not anymore. There's part of me that kind of is actually wary of people that have never been bad. Been yeah, bad. yeah, I know exactly what you're Because I'm like, yeah. you have some repressed shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. I, don't, I don't want to deal with like your repressed stuff coming up. Like, yeah. I'd rather deal with someone that's interesting. who's been through stuff. Yeah, oh, and that's interesting. That's how I've been a lot of my life. Oh. So I've actually, it's funny that you said, like, when you met me, that your per- perception was like, I'm this goody two shoes. I hated them because I'm like, what do you know about real life? What do you know about like being a complete fuck up? wanting to like kill yourself or like having hurt people having to deal with that there's part of me that resented and it's like probably that something that i dealt with in terms of like self-hatred yeah yeah, yeah. that like yeah there's part of me that didn't like that that was my persona that i put out there because i'm like that's not i am you know and i wear that kind of proudly like i'm a fuck up yeah i've done things that i'm not proud of i'm not like some picture perfect and that's exactly what got me into trouble was like i was good at fooling people yo dude i I told took advantage of being a goodie like you know I, if I wanted, didn't want to get in trouble or anything I just put on some glasses and stuff and I was like hey, minority yeah. hey, you know what I mean but then when I wanted so it was like yeah dude oh, I know exactly what you're talking about that's crazy yeah, yeah. I got, I got a, a past and like, that's what it's the challenge with this, with storytelling, with mm-hmm. podcasts, whatever, what you're going to write, what I write, what we make and whatever that medium is for you. It's not like everybody's, you know, got to put their stuff on blast. And I say that because we're living in this social media world and people kind of feel like if I don't let everybody know, then it hasn't been acknowledged. There's some of that feeling too. Ooh. You don't have to, yeah. like, it's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. write it in a journal yeah. and it's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. great. 
you know? Yeah. Um, and I think like what you've been saying through this whole story of your journey, it's like, give yourself time to process that. Yeah. There's not a rush. There's, there are things at stake, you know, like say that you put that work in is work Yeah. to recognize and acknowledge stuff and be real with yourself. It sucks. It's painful. I'm going through that. That's literally my last episode was like the whole, like I'm enough thing yeah. that I'm still like really coming to terms with. By the way, it's been a week, and I'm telling you, it works, you guys. I just got some good news. I can't say, I can't confirm anything yet, but Tom was there when like I got yeah, a good piece I'm of news. I'm taking total credit. Yeah, so if I know happens, it's going to be great. I'm just being here, that's all. No, it's good energy. I'm a good, I'm a good luck charm right now. It's good energy yeah. and good luck. Um, but like that process is hard. It's not, you know, don't make it harder than it needs to be. Yeah. But, you know, like just go. And don't be hard on yourself. So Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. So don't be scared and don't be hard on don't yourself. Don't be scared. Don't be hard on yourself. You can figure it out. Um, yeah, and and then and it's all the journey of like being an adult. Yeah, like not even talk about being a man. Yeah, being um, adult, um, being an adult, being like just grown. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, cause yeah, like you just gotta. I think when you realize that, you, it it changes your perception. And I think for me, it happened like two, three years ago when I was like, oh, I need to take on these responsibilities i used to hear the word responsibility and i thought it just meant not get in trouble or, or be like whoever, whoever whenever something don't ha- get arrested that's whenever dangerous. whenever something bad happened that means that person's in trouble do you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah. what i thought responsible meant for the longest time and then i was like responsibility is very important because yeah. the only person that really improves is the person who takes responsibility for it for sure damn that was deep tom yes <laughs> the yes. only person that improves is the person who takes responsibility for it, which is why if you ever mess up, you just got to FS up to it because you're not going to blaming another person does not help you. Right. And that's what we're saying. Like you can blame the, you can blame politics, you can blame culture, whatever, keep blaming. But at the end of the day, like, what are you responsible for? You take, yeah, you take responsibility for it and stuff. And I'm not saying be super hard on yourself or anything at all, but at the same time, like just, it's a balance. Right. Like we're, we're, we're talking like, you got to go left, but you got to go a little bit of right, too. But that's <laughs> but it, that's to everybody to figure out. Yeah. Because yeah, nobody, you nor I can tell somebody, yeah. this is the yeah. thing that you yeah. got to do. That's the shitty part. But good luck. <laughs> you will figure it out. And, and yeah, I think, you know, Tom, you got a lot of stories to tell, too. I know you're writing stuff. And you yeah. got the podcast coming up. So, yeah. it, all in all, like, thank you for... I know it, you have your reservations about putting everything online and yeah. like putting it out there, but I'm grateful that a like you even listen to mine and that you're like contributing by putting your story out there. I think there's a lot of people that can benefit from it. Yeah, I, I want. I mean, my main thing is like I feel like I'm. This is me judging too, but like I know you have a fan base of people of listeners and stuff, and I know that uh, I I think I bring a different perception that's into it yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. I, I think that's important for me yeah. you know what i mean i tell my friends from my neighborhood all the time is like you got to get out and you got to share your story you got to talk you got to like you got to like let people know the only reason why our stories aren't being told is because we're not telling the stories we can't wait around for another person to tell your story for sure you got to tell your story for sure yeah and that's the most important thing absolutely and also to second that supplement that to listen to stories too yeah because so, i feel like that's how you grow. I'm trying to be a better listener as yeah. well. Ironically, in like hosting a podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're having conversations, so we're learning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tom, if people want to find out more about you, do you have like anything you want to plug? Do you want to tell people your yeah. podcast? You're not, if you're not ready yet, that's um, fine. I have a... So you can just go on my Instagram. My Instagram's probably the easiest. TomNo422. Um, 
I'm trying to tweet more because that's what writers do. Like, apparently, writers go on Twitter. Apparently, I but um, I suck on it. It's just me talking about the Lakers and you talking do about your sports. Um, but Tom you could no be like a Beyonce. You just like drop the thing when it's ready. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody. Um, <laughs> I'm podcast coming out soon. My business partner really wants me to start pushing it. So this is me being responsible and hopefully it'll come out oh it's gonna come out soon. it's gonna come out yeah i have like five episodes recorded already very cool uh it's called good luck glow up okay um same thing it's just like hey this is your life good luck and glow up like just shine good luck you know? glow shine up. shine do the best you can do yeah and that's what the podcast is about um yeah very cool all right well thank you to tom for joining uh i still don't have a title for this yet but it's going to come to me yeah it's percolating uh and and stay tuned for more episodes of first of all if you like this episode and i've been putting this out in the world more if you like this and there's someone that you want to share it with please share it with your friends um i've heard a couple stories from friends who shared it with someone that they knew and that makes that that's like I don't know. It's very it's very validating, but it's encouraging because I want to get more people to talk about things. Like just talk more. Like let's conversate. You know. So thank you if you have shared that. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at First of All Pod. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe and leave a five star review, please. And thank you, thank you to everyone who's left one. It's been really really encouraging. And if you'd like to become a patron of my Patreon to become a supporter of my independent artistry, you can go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast. I'm also a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, which is a collective of Asian American podcast hosts. And so shout out to all my fellow Potluck members. Y'all are the bomb and inspire me. Thank you for being in this fight with me. Um, you can find first of all at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and everywhere you find podcasts. Thank you to Marvin Yue, my producer, audio engineer, Yuta Mom, and thank you to Aquafina for providing her music, Yellow Ranger. I gotta put a new song. Maybe it's like my one year mark soon, and I'm gonna put a new Aquafina song because her new EP is fire. Really good. So good. Or anyone else, but like, yeah, I'm gonna diversify. But thank you all for tuning in. I hope that you have an amazing week. As Tom said, glow up. Glow up. Glow up. Be there for one another. Love one another. Be positive. And do 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 the damn thing. You're so good at this. <laughs> all right, take care, guys. Bye. I got this all up on my LinkedIn. Proficient in spitting, turning bread when I'm drinking. Emancipating pussy like I was Abe Lincoln. Squirting out that Kool Aid till all the wretches sink it, sink it.